The final whistle is brought to you by Wrexham Supporters Association's Hospital Broadcast. Mitchell's inside. Mitchell takes a touch. Llewellyn launches the edge. Reed knocks it down. Looking for Samba. Gets just too much on it. It goes away from him. Llewellyn brings down 30 yards out. Battling to get there. It's cleared. Referee blows because Bramble went after Llewellyn on the edge of the box. There's a confrontation. The referee's pulled Bramble away. The linesman's coming on to intervene as well. And the referee... I think he might just stop things as it is. He's shaking hands with a couple of stockpile players. He's, he's blown a full-time whistle, I think, is he? I think he has. Well, that's a bizarre way to end the match. The, game, the crowd don't realise it when the game's over. We've had the final whistle. And the fans are just starting to realise. The players don't realise either. The ref seems to have blown up for a foul. And he stopped the game. And Wrexham are cruelly denied at the end an excellent performance by Wrexham particularly in the first half against an on-form side and a 93rd minute goal has denied them any share of the points from a game which quite frankly they deserve to win the cruel blow coming in the 93rd minute a free kick conceded by Robbie Garrett on the halfway line the ball was driven in the air to the edge of the area. Pedrick beaten to it by Dickinson, who just tried to get a touch onto it and flicked it on. And, and by real fortune on his part, it went looping up in the air off the back of his head over Ingham, who backpedalled but couldn't get there and dropped just under the bar to give Stockport the three points. But Wrexham will have been absolutely gutted by that because, quite frankly, they didn't deserve such a cruel blow. Wrexham in the first half gave as good a first half performance as we've seen at the race course. They were absolutely terrific. The, the tempo, everything about it was magnificent. The team were working well as a unit from front to back. They were direct. They got good early ball forwards to the strikers. They pummeled Stockport and somehow just couldn't get the goal, which was the, would have been a fair reward. Robbie Garrett has given a first start in the centre midfield and he was full of energy and aggression. He looked in a terrific cross for McEverley eight yards out and McEverley came to him at an awkward height. He tried to hook it on but from eight yards out hooked it over the bar. Then Llewellyn and Mark Williams combined really well to work the ball back to McEverley who struck a powerful shot from the edge of the area. Hennessy lunged low down to his left and managed to save it. Then Doan ripped in a corner from the left hand side a massive scramble in the edge of the six-yard box, which ended with Danny Williams seeming to have the ball at his feet, but he just, I don't think, realised it was there and didn't have a pop at goal. Another corner from Doan picked out Danny Williams with a free header from the penalty spot, but he put it too close to the keeper. And then perhaps Wrexham's best chance of the first half saw Garrett again do well, breaking down the centre of the pitch. Spread it to Mitchell, left-hand side. A great ball in by him. And Mark Williams took a good first touch and set up for himself. And then from 15 yards out with a clear sight of goal, took a swing at it and missed the ball completely. It was a great chance. The only real chance Stockwell had in the whole of the first half came near the end of it when Taylor from 25 yards out hit a powerful shot which went just wide at left post Lewingham I think had it covered and it really was an absolutely terrific first 45 minutes of Rexham showed energy showed hustle totally boss midfield and with Doan electric down the left hand side looked threatening the second half so Stockport came out much more strongly Griffin got down the left hand side and pulled in a good cross and Proudlock six yards out seemed more concerned with evading a collision with the onrushing Ingham than actually getting a touch to it missed the ball completely 
A moment later, there was another chance for Proudlock, and everyone thought that he'd scored a free kick from the left-hand side. It was ripped into the near post. Proudlock climbed well and glanced the ball across the face of goal. It just scraped the far post and went wide. But after that, Wrexham started to get back into it and never rediscovered the tempo and pace of that first half. Maybe that would be asking a bit too much because, goodness me, they must have really pushed themselves so hard and emptied the petrol tank in the first half. But they started to get back into it. McKevely lashed in a powerful first-time shot from 25 yards, which went about a yard wide. Then came two great late chances for Wrexham to clinch that crucial goal. Both came from the pace of Doan, who firstly went on a great sprint down the left-hand side and ripped a fine cross into the edge of the six-yard box. Llewellyn, six yards out, took a touch to knock it back behind himself and then curled it across the goal, but just wide of the far post. And then moments later, another great piece of work by Doan left. A back heel by Llewellyn sent him away. He ripped the ball then to the edge of the six-yard box. Another lovely cross. And Mitchell six yards out and completely unmarked just made a complete hash of his attempt to score he took a swing at it and just knocked it into the ground really Mitchell's never scored in nearly 200 senior appearances and with that finish you could see why Wrexham's defence had looked solid Pedrick and Danny Williams looking sound Roach excellent on the right Valentine likewise on the left Alwingard's first save when Taylor cut him from the right and drove in a shot which Ingham parried into the goal mouth. And although Valentine, around the end of the 90 minutes, made two fine blocks in the space of 10 seconds to deny first Eldingham Bramble, it looked like they got the first clean sheet into Brian Carey and a clean sheet which they certainly deserved. But then came that 93rd minute cruel goal to deny them and Wrexham found themselves heartbreakingly dropping back towards that bottom two despite a fine performance. A cruel outcome, and Brian Carey was philosophical afterwards. What a cruel way to lose a football game! Absolutely, um, that, it's, it's just kicking the uh, kicking the teeth, you know. It's, it's but as I've just said to the lads there, now it's not actually what happens to you; it's how you respond to it, and uh, that's what we've got to do. I mean, uh, it looked like the game was going to a nil-nil, and uh, you know, just point was cruelly taken away from us. We had a couple of chances. I don't think the second half we. Uh, Mashed the heights of the first half, but um, you know, overall, I thought they you know, well deserved a draw. Um, that was a good, solid, decent performance, and needed that little bit of luck, um, you know, to possibly want to to move on it. And I suppose the message is, when you do get the chances, you have to take them at whatever level. That's it. I just thought the, the, the quality, of our quality in the final third, was just lacking a little bit, and uh, we made a couple of changes round. We had to because we had to. We just felt we had to go and win the game. And um, you know, just it's, it's just a bit of um, it's just when you look down, you look down at the moment. That, that's but you know, we'll just keep being positive and keep doing the right things. And um, I think if you keep playing like that, and that as Jim just said there, in the, if you keep doing that, keep doing the right things, it'll change. Just just thinking, just before the end, that fantastic challenge from Ryan Valentine, which he had to make and, and time to perfection, really inside his own area epitomise the performance you must have felt, thought then yes you were going to get at least the point that's it it was a dog of performance don't forget their Stockport are a team that's uh, blitzed everybody in the last few weeks you know they've annihilated teams and scored 5, 6 and 7 or, you know overall um, tonight you know Mike probably had a couple of saves to make uh, which we would have expected him to make really um, and a couple of blocks from as you said Ryan and possibly one to apart from that I think um, particularly first half we were I felt we were really, really comfortable, and uh, there was only going to be one winner. Um, didn't really get going second half as we, much as we would have liked, but still had a couple of chances. We thought, "Come on, just stick it in the net." And uh, but now, look, it's no time for looking backwards. I just think you've got to respond in the right manner and uh, see where it takes us.
two two long signings. One started Garrett and Samba came on. Uh, your thoughts on their performances? Yeah, I thought Robbie, Robbie Garrett was terrific. To be you know, a great competitor, and um, you know, big step up from from reserve team football to and I thought he coped very very well with it. Chern as well, so some showed showed some decent touches as well, and um, you know, both contributed well tonight. You know these players very well. I'm, I'm sure they were gutted whistle you say is about looking forward um, do you think they have it in them to, to lift themselves uh, I know they have I know they have I know they have and, and, and that's what it's all about it's not what happens to you it's how you respond and uh, you know the, the players will do that I, I guarantee you that and you must be despite the disappointment um, pleased with the quality of the football yeah uh, particularly first half very much so um, you know I'm just disappointed we didn't win the game we didn't we, you know have, have the point taken away from us at the end um, overall, would have been still unhappy with a point, you know, because the games we've had so far, you know, we need to start winning games. Simple as that. I, I know it's not about what other teams do; it's about what Wrexham do. But at least the other results. I mean, Tokyo being hammered at Mansfield and Macclesfield have lost at home. I mean, it hasn't really done too much damage. Although it would have been nice to just get at least a point. Yeah, um, you've answered it yourself. Uh, you know, we're just trying to take care of ourselves. Um, and as I've said earlier on about the. Uh, the manner of the performance was good, and there was plenty of pride and passion and desire out there. You know that that was good. Um, long may it continue. Okay, thanks, Brian. Brian, just one thing. Uh, Lee was obviously struggling, but he, he did carry on. Um, he took a knock to his foot. In the first half, yeah. knock in the first half, yeah, and he kind of carried on with it. Um, and once he had his shot, and he started hobbling around, you know, it was time for him to come off. Food, and you know, we can't afford to take chances and have these players out for a long, long time. What did like for Saturday? Uh, Jim Gannon was magnanimous in victory. They got themselves going. They put us under a lot of pressure. They worked extremely hard, and you know they really, really showed some passion. Especially second half, they got stuck into us. They made it uncomfortable for us. The signings that um, Brian has made are definitely added to them. And like I said, uh, you know if they play like that, they're going to pick up a lot of points. And I think the sort of the atmosphere here is that you can see why they get a lot of good results here. And I think that they'll have no problems this year. Oh, the team kept going. The fans kept going as well, didn't they, in the second half? Unbelievable, the atmosphere they generated. Yeah, I mean, especially given such a flat a flat first half, I think the, the fans sort of you know, decided, right, let's make a night of it and get behind the team. And they sort of like got the tempo up and you know, the game came alive um, during the second half. And it was great credit to both teams that, um, you know, that they put on such a show second half and we were lucky to get the finish. The tempo seemed to be there early in the second half. Was it a half-time of smashing teacups and hair dryers and that kind of thing? No, no, no. That's not our style. Um, we just felt that we'd, we looked, looked edgy, looked flat. We looked like we didn't have our time. And we just said, lads, just relax, get yourself together, get going. Um, have that extra touch, um, pass the feet. Um, we started doing that in the second half. And we started creating a little bit of movement. And we started getting into in and around their back four. And that created a few chances. But, you know... It was a bit scrappy on our behalf first half, and uh, second half we showed a little bit more passing, a little bit more quality, and we stretched them a little bit. Um, we stretched them tremendously in, uh, in the last 15 minutes, and there was some fantastic defending by them. We've always said all along that if we can play the way we, we do, teams have to defend fantastically or foul us, and uh, in the end it was a, a foul undone because um, uh, we, we hurt them with a free kick. I think you could see as the game went on that both teams weren't going to settle for a draw. Draws, no. Draws not much. Like um, they went for it, we went for it, and uh, you know we got a stroke of luck or the finish in the end. So that was a, a 
can bring three points. Say a sign of a good side is them to play badly. And uh, one of the big problems we had last year was that we, we, we played with such tempo on a Saturday, and then we struggled away from home midweek. Then and the lads gritted. And, you know, they got through the game and got a result. So the cruelest of blows means Wrexham again are denied. Surely, if they can replicate that sort of form, though, they'll pull themselves away from the bottom of the table. I've been Mark Rivers from the Wrexham Support Association's Hostile Broadcast. The final whistle was brought to you by Wrexham Support Association's Hospital Broadcast.